Hey, this is Dave Burgess, and you are listening to The Dave Burgess Show, where we talk education, lifestyle, entrepreneurship, fitness, wellness, principles of success, interview elite performers in their field, and most importantly, cover topics that will empower, inspire, and uplift you. Let's go. Hey, welcome to episode 23 of The Dave Burgess Show. I might be dating myself, but I remember so clearly the famous opposite episode of Seinfeld from 1994. George Costanza mentioned that every single decision he had ever made was wrong. Jerry decided, well, hey, if every single decision that you make has been wrong, You could turn your whole life around just by doing the opposite of whatever your natural instinct is. And so he does, to hilarious results. He adopts the opposite as his personal philosophy. Well, I kind of get it. The same concept helped me once. After graduating from UC Davis in 1990 with a degree in psychology, I was floundering and completely lost. I was living with my parents and it was awkward to sit around the house doing nothing as an adult. So I spent large parts of my days sitting at a bench at a local lake or walking aimlessly around it. I was just thinking. Occasionally, I would read a book there, but most of the time, I was just staring off into space and thinking. As usual, it reminds me of some rap lyrics like in Paid in Full when Rakim said, thinking of a master plan, because ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand, so I dig into my pocket all my money spent, so I dig deeper, but still coming up with limp, so I start my mission, leave my residence, thinking how could I get some dead presidents, like that's how I was feeling, or maybe even uh, Dr. Dre and talking to my diary when he says, sometimes when I got a lot of ish on my mind, I'm just staring at the sky, you're probably thinking I'm high, like so lots of people at that lake in that park probably thought, I was high sitting on that bench. But eventually, I would leave the lake and endlessly browse up and down the aisles of bookstores. Job? (laughs) No. Game plan for life? No earthly clue. One day, I picked a book off the shelf because the title hit me like a ton of bricks. I could do anything if only I knew what it was by Barbara Sher. She's the author, by the way, of another famous book called Wishcraft. Yes, that was exactly how I was feeling. I had no shortage of confidence. I just didn't know where to direct it. I read the book right there in the store. I can't remember too much about it with the exception of one piece of advice in one solitary chapter. And the advice seems kind of ridiculous in hindsight. She said, go find the wrong job. That was it. The pressure and anxiety that surrounded finding the perfect job and ideal career path had led to paralysis and inaction. Releasing it all helped to defeat the inertia of indecision. I could stop worrying about finding the perfect thing. This was so much easier. Just go get the wrong job. Literally pick something you don't think you want to do, but believe you'll be hired for it and go do it. Guess what? It worked. It was like a huge weight had been removed, and within weeks, I was wearing a name badge, a safety belt back brace thingy, and was working retail at an office depot. But Barbara had more advice. She said, you are already working for a company, and that company is you. Dang, that's brilliant. Yes, you are your own brand. You are the CEO of your life. 
She encouraged seeking the experience as a personal development adventure and to soak up as much as possible, do everything possible to take control of the circumstances to make the experience worthwhile and enjoyable. But never forgetting it's not permanent. You can escape whatever you want. Your current job doesn't define your life's path. She even recommended scheduling a getting out party. This is kind of similar to something I heard Tim Ferriss say one time, where he said when he's trying to decide whether to tackle a new project and he's not sure whether it's going to be a success or a failure, he always asks asks himself, well, even if it fails, how can I tackle this in such a way that it's going to be a success for me in the long run? He uses the example of his podcast. He wasn't sure if he was going to be enjoy podcasting or if it was going to be a success, but he knew starting the podcast with a short commitment, well, he would at least learn all the technology behind it. He would become a better interviewer through the process of podcasting, and he would get to have all these amazing conversations with cool people. So even if the podcast failed and he didn't want to continue, he would still have all this stuff that he had gathered along the way as a part of the process, right? And so I basically had zero interest in retail and not much in office supplies. So I needed to focus on something else. Looking back on it, this was an early experiment in the three areas detailed in the passion chapter of Teach Like a Pirate. In TLAP, I said the deep, dark secret of educators is that we often feel a sense of guilt about not being passionate about all of the content we teach. But the answer is to learn how to tap into and draw passion from our professional passions and our personal passions and not just rely on the content. So as far as me as a history teacher, the Halley Smoot tariff, not so much. But building rapport with students and creating a relationship of influence, I'm all in. So once at Office Depot, I needed I knew I knew I needed to do four things to be fulfilled and successful. I was not excited about the details of the work, but I was excited about being amazing at it. I wanted to dominate it. I wanted to crush. I wrote more about this in a blog post called Putting on Socks, and I'm going to turn that into a a podcast episode very soon. And let me just tell you, nobody was better at stocking and organizing the pen aisle than me. I even had my picture on the end cap. I created and then executed a sampling system so that customers could try any pen they wanted. I designed the stocking plan to make it easy for employees to maintain the system even on days I wasn't working. I focused, that's number one. Number two, I focused on providing world-class customer service. I knew that was a skill that was transferable to any profession I would eventually end up in. So that is where I placed most of my energy. World-class, next class, next level. Wow, customer service. I wanted customers to come in and look for me. Three, I learned how to do every job in the store, which did a couple things. It kept me from getting bored and stagnant. There was always something new to learn, and every day may look different based on the needs of the store. Somebody's sick, I got you. It made me indispensable. The best job security in the world is to be irreplaceable. Fourth thing, I made a commitment to build strong relationships and rapport with coworkers. Not only did this make work a much more enjoyable experience, it also was another one of those eminently transferable skills to anything I would end up doing in life. Oh, and it's also just good humaning. And that's important too. 
there were at least two relationships I built there where I would even categorize my role almost as a mentor or life coach. And those skills and strategies have been essential to me as a teacher and as the president of DBC Inc. I followed the advice about using my time there to improve myself and treat it as a special personal development mission. It also gave me lots of time to think about what I did want to do. Six months later, my doubt and indecision were gone, and I knew I needed to be working with kids. I accepted a high school coaching job almost immediately, and so it started. One book, one chapter, one piece of advice. It was exactly what I needed to hear at exactly the right moment. Books can change lives. That's why I'm so excited to be a publisher and an author. As Barbara Sher put it, even action in the wrong direction is informative. So where are you stuck? Maybe you need to stop stressing about doing the right thing and just go and do something. As Pablo Picasso put it, action is the foundational key to all success. Thank you so much for listening to The Dave Burgess Show. Let's connect. I am at Burgess Dave on Twitter. My name just flipped around to Burgess Dave. On Instagram, I am DBC underscore INC, and I blog at DaveBurgess.com. Please share your thoughts and comments on social media using the hashtag DaveBurgessShow. It would mean the world to me if you share the show with friends and colleagues, and I would be honored if you left a positive review on whatever platform you listen on. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you have a question, a topic, or a guest recommendation for the show, just email me at dave at daveburgess.com, put podcast question in the subject line, and I absolutely cannot wait to join you on the next episode.